program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, we are here four days in a row, Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardoza. It's a modern miracle. I think it's up there with Ripken streak. Up there with Florida beating Kentucky 31 Street. Yeah. Do you remember that streak? That, that's never going to come close to happening again, the Ripken thing. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, they got going a load, through all that. They got a load manage now. Mm-hmm. No basketball player will ever play that many games. No. He'll never even play 82. No. But, yeah. No, I remember that night when he hit the homer in the All-Star game. It's pretty cool. Clinton was in the booth doing the game. It was, remember it was, that? I, it was a big moment. I watched that All-Star game. Now, did you watch the other manufactured thing that they did last night on ESPN? The ESPYs, did you watch any of that? No. No, I didn't either. The only reason I wanted to watch is to see Trinity, but... I didn't, she didn't win, right? So I'm glad I didn't win. But the Gators won something. They did. They won the Capital One Cup. Crazy as that. For men's well, athletics. It's not crazy because of the way – I know the Capital One Cup and Learfield do it differently. And again, I don't know who's making these decisions, but Capital One Cup, um, you get a bunch of really uh, – some really high finishes, and you can stink at other sports. Um, and, you can stink and, at the important sports? Well, in this case, Florida – had five teams that finished in the top six in the country, including – and baseball put them over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, finished in second. And obviously you had the two national championships. You had swimming, I think, was third or fourth, somewhere in there, and somebody was sixth. Track? No, it wouldn't be track. Who, what would it be? There was another sport that finished like sixth, men's sport. Women did not do as well. But I, I pointed this out on my podcast today. The women from Texas won for the second year in a row. We always talk about Oklahoma yeah. coming to this league. Texas coming to this league is going to be a problem too. I mean, this league, it, we know what it's going to mean in football and we know kind of what it's going to mean in basketball. I don't think anybody's really looking or studying what it's going to mean in the spring sports. It's going to change the dynamics drastically. In all the spring sports. Agreed. Um, and to me, spring, as I said today, starts in like, what, February 1st? <laughs> Is that when spring starts here? Pretty much. Yeah. So you look at what Oklahoma's done, obviously, in gymnastics and softball. And Texas just, like I said, just won the women's uh, Capital One Cup. going to be tough, man. You better bring your pudding snacks if you're going to if you're gonna try to – Win a conference championship here. Yeah, it'll be really hard. It'll mean something. I will. Well, for the men, too. I mean, not just the women, but because they're, um, you know, you're not, a, you're not exactly 
adding terrible programs here. What is a terrible program is watching spring. Is, is it worse to watch summer league basketball or sp- old spring games on the SEC network? Probably old spring games. I watched one today, a little bit of one. Because at least you can maybe watch Castleton in the summer league. and Okay, so games Appleby that don't involve Castleton. I don't care about watching Appleby. About Trey Mann. He was no. playing really good. I mean, he's a good player, but games don't matter. Games don't count. They count for those guys. It means a lot to them. But they don't Trying to make count, a team. Count. Well, but you're, I'm saying to bring you into what, making me watch it. I would rather watch the Scottish Open than okay. any, well, any I, summer. Game. I wouldn't watch it if it wasn't on. I'm just saying. But you gotta. I'd rather stare at that than your ugly mug for two hours. So that's why I looked. You'd that rather way. look at Jen Hud, the Jennifer Hudson show, <laughs> or Kelly Clarkson. Kelly show. Clarkson. Oh, <laughs> uh, sometimes I'll walk in and Karen will be watching uh, Drew Barrymore show. Oh my God, is that awful? It is just, it's like a caricature. It's like she's doing a caricature of, her, of herself. And then I walk out. I'm a little depressed today, though, I got to tell you. What happened? Our, we watched our last episode of The Bear last night. So now I got to wait till next season if the writer's strike gets over. So I may have to drive all the way to California and beat somebody's butt. Just get your daughter to do it. She already lives there. I don't think she can do it, though. I don't think she's physically tough enough. She And she also just got back from being in England, so she had some jet lag. I'll go out there and do it. But that show is just amazing. It's a great show. I love it. Okay. I will. Uh, it was a good cliffhanger, though. I will say that. At some point. Good cliffhanger in the last episode of year two, season two, year three, season four. You know how that works, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, anyway, um, obviously, uh, we're now getting ready to actually start playing baseball again. That's good. That's ex- that makes me kind of want to watch baseball because we're getting ready to actually start playing games again. It's the worst four days in in all sports, these four days. Nothing yeah, important like happens. Nothing worth watching. Now we get back to that. And, of course, I will be watching the Scottish Open this weekend because it's on, I think, 12 to 3 on CBS Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So I'll watch that. Rory had a good day yesterday. 66, yeah. Lead the pack. But then he came out and uh, said he would retire before we would play because on the LIV tour because there was a big story that came out yesterday that, um, uh, well, it came out of Congress. Because they were, uh, they had a slideshow that they had pre- prepared for. I don't even still don't know why they had it, but anyway, the LIV really wanted Tiger and Rory to be captains of a couple of uh, LIV tour tournament or uh, teams, which is the dumbest mm-hmm. team concept. This isn't going to work in golf. No, it works once every four years, maybe twice every four years. If you go Presidents Cup and Ryder Cup. That's the only time it works. He said, and they, yeah, they wanted to get him, and the tour said, no, we can't do that. We can't, we can't make Tiger or Rory do anything, okay? We're not going to do that. 
And so that became a big thing. And so they asked him about it. He said, I'd, re I'd retire before I would play in the LIV tour. I love my Rory McIlroy. I like the way he's staying combative with these guys. It's like, but I don't know. What? He's got enough money to do that. That's what he's saying. Right. Yeah. But other people don't. No, I know. So, like, the, the ones... I don't have a problem with Pat Perez going over there. But why? What's the difference? It's... I don't... I mean, my I don't have a problem in that I don't care that he went over there, I guess, is what I should be saying. Okay. That makes more sense. I'm not going to miss Pat Perez on the PGA Tour. He seems to be a good guy and everything. But now they're going to be I know together. He, I know he basically came out and said, I don't want to do this. I have no choice. They're offering me billions of dollars. I don't like it, but I'm, I'm going to do it. And, you know, so he did it. Um, well, they weren't going to be together. I don't know. I still don't know what's going to happen with this. You know, they there's a big story that happened. They said Greg Norman's going to be out. Well, okay, when's he out? Let me know when he's out. Then I'll be more interested. It's still unwatchable golf. Yeah, I don't watch it. Well, I've tried to watch it a couple times, and it's just unwatchable. It's okay. no good. Well... We're uh, unwatchable right now because Facebook Live is down, but you can call us on the phones, 392-8255, and uh, that's what Joe did. So we'll kick things off on our Titan MRI hotline with Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Uh, that's good. I, I have a question about uh, the Ben Hill Griffith Stadium um, for both of you guys. Um, I know some people don't want to like move it out the spot where it's sitting now, but wouldn't it be better, like, everything they're trying to do, even for parking, they built it, like, somewhere else, like on the golf course over there by the baseball stadium? Wouldn't it be better for parking and stuff to just build a new stadium? I don't know how it can be better anywhere unless you moved it all the way out to the west side. I mean, how well, is how is parking going to be better around a uh, – a golf course you can't park at for the most part. I mean, when you go there, yeah. you're worried about parking, and that's for a golf course, not not a eighty thousand seat stadium. So, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I guess because it wouldn't require as much acreage, you could set it up that way. But boy, that's you could build parking around that. But I think the appeal of a college stadium. Joe is I guess we've lost some of that luster because of all the apartments and stuff that they've built but you yeah. want to have bars across the street you want to be able to walk to places you want to be able to tailgate and do all that other stuff if you moved it over by the golf course you have no room to do any of that stuff there, there's houses on one side and yeah. you've got you know yeah. the utility station on the on the back side and then you've got 34th street so there's really no room to do any of that or party or have fun so I think from yeah. a standpoint of where it is now, that that's the, the best solution in my mind. Okay. Uh, and you are able to tailgate in every direction. The way yeah, where it is now. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to do that at the golf course. Okay. Uh, my last question, you, because uh, I know they're going to like, like redo it, but you think we should like, you know, the, the UAA should just tear it down and just build a new one at the same spot. Where are you going to play for a couple of years? Yeah, one. That's, that's the problem. You got to go. You have to go somewhere else because the way they're doing it, their their plan to do it is that they're going to do it incrementally over like five years. 
and that way you you know you'll you'll be able to have games there so yes okay Ho- hopefully they don't because uh, i know they you know i heard y'all say they're going to reduce a lot of seats i, I just i wish they can keep it away and stay ninety thousand. But, you know, but anyway, go Gators. Y'all have a good day. All right, Joe, thank you. Yeah, again, the problem there, Joe, is uh, if you're going to put chairbacks in, you're going to lose seats. Yeah, and if you want to make it more fan-friendly, you're going to have to have less fans. And if you – let's say you, we, we talked yesterday about putting um, skyboxes in or, or some kind of suites on the on the east side. If you do that, it's going to reduce capacity. It's going to reduce the numbers. And uh, I don't – look – I don't have a problem with it going down to say eighty thousand. If it went down to, if they were saying it was going to go down to sixty-five, which what is Jacksonville seat when they don't have Florida Georgia seventy? I think it is. I don't know. I think it goes up to eighty for Florida Georgia. They put those ten thousand rickety old bleachers in, mm-hmm. which I would rather sit and watch it at home than watch it in those. Then it would take a lot of the noise away. I don't think that the difference between eighty and ninety thousand is not that big of a deal. Um, you know, especially if you take a lot of those seats away, which I would do in the the uh, sunshine seats. That's where I would I would make it. I mean, I know there are chairbacks up there. I'd make it all chairbacks and make it nice little party area and have put stuff up there. I don't care if it goes from whatever it is now, maybe five thousand to two thousand. That's those aren't prime seats. I would never want to sit there. Would you? If I had to. You don't. I'd be in the stadium. That's all I care about. So you'd be in the stadium no matter what, even if you weren't working, if you weren't yeah. for every game. You only, get s- State. you only get a few of them a year. Well, I know. I've been to a lot of them. Yeah, so I'd want to be there, be a part of it. Get me in the door. That's, well, see, you you got a few years to go before you get to the point where you go, I'd rather stay home and watch it. It's too hot, too crowded, too many people stepping on my feet. Now, when I was going to the press box, I just it push was, them out of the way. It was, it was good. You go sit in the air conditioning until the start of the game, watch other games on multiple TVs. They feed you. And you go to sit in the press box in your comfortable chair. Must be nice. Well, you're you have it pretty nice up there where you are, right? Well. I'm not in the press box that early. I'm down oh, amongst yeah. the fans, which I, I love being down there, too. Part of the atmosphere. What time does that show end? 35 minutes before the game. Then make your way up and get after it. You're looking forward to it, I can tell. It's almost here. It is. It's not far away. Not far Also, what's almost here? Media days. Monday. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about that, what to expect, and uh, certainly many other things. If you want to call us, Titan MRI hotline is open, 392-8255. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, this is Tyler Kenyon. The Gators welcomed Gainesville native defensive line recruit Kendall Jackson to the team yesterday once he announced his recruitment. During his junior season, Jackson compiled 65 tackles, 22 tackles for loss, 12.5 sacks, 2 forced fumbles, 3 pass breakups, 2 interceptions, and a pick 6 touchdown for the Beholtz Bobcats. 
The University of Florida celebrated their athletes after winning the Capital One Cup at the ESPY Awards last night. With a second place finish at the College World Series, Gator Athletics jumped from 16th place to first place nationwide, securing the $250,000 cash prize. The annual four-day-long SEC Media Day event kicks off next week. Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, and Kentucky will have the opportunity to speak to the media Wednesday, July 19th from 9 a.m. until 4.10 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. This is Tyler Kent. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. 
This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. Dools and Dozo here with you. A Thursday edition of the tailgate. Jose producing today, ready right. to take your calls. Let me ask you this question, Jeff. Okay. Because you dealt with it even more so than I did. I dealt with it on a personal basis with my family being out in Omaha. You were out in Omaha the whole time. Hey, are you now finally back to the point, which I think I am, where you know what day of the week it is? Like, for a long time, you don't know what day of the week it is. You have to really think about it because you go through the – and again, when you have a a regional, it ends on a Monday, which is unusual. Not not unusual, but it certainly is not something you're used to experiencing a a baseball game on a Monday. And then the Super Regional, it got over quicker than we thought it might. And then all of a sudden, they go to – when are they going to Omaha? And then the the way the games are staggered – it felt like I had I, I would wake up and I'd go, I have no idea what day today is. Let me think about it for a while. Yeah, and then you had 4th of July, of course. Yeah. It's the middle of the week. Everything Tuesday, gets 4th weird. of July is weird. But are you, uh, this week I think we've kind of gotten back to where we know what day of the week it is. That we do. <laughs> it's good. All right, yesterday we had a, a couple people talk uh, Florida State football. Of course, we talked Gator football. But big question was uh, the difference in schedules between the two and – we went through them both. But then we never got to it, so I thought it would be fun to do. What if the Gators had Florida State schedule? So we're going to ask Dooley to run through it because yesterday it was Gators were going to win seven, potentially nine, but that was a a shock if that were going to happen, according to you. I, I said that's your ceiling. Yes, yeah. and for Florida State it was basically a 10-win season, like no-brainer. And 11 would be their ceiling. So, can the Gators get to 10 with Florida State's schedule? We'll find out right now with the great Pat Dooley. So, I I think the first one would be a no because you said that they would lose to LSU anyway. So, neutral site LSU game, would the Gators win that one? Um, And in Orlando, I'd give them a chance. I'd still pick LSU. I think LSU is going to be really good this year. Okay. I, in fact, at some point we can do our one through seven on on each side. The last year we can do that. Yeah. Never be able to do it again. Uh, one through seven, and um, uh, I I think I'm gonna I would I've thought about this a lot. I think I'd take LSU number one, even though I really think Alabama is going to be good. I think Alabama. I think Saban's pissed, and he's he's ready to come back with a vengeance. Yeah, there's no way LSU's going to win the West. Well, they won it last year. I know, but it's not going to happen. Why is it not going to happen? They've got the best quarterback, Because of what you just right? said. Did they not have the best quarterback in the conference, Jaden Daniels? I don't know. I think they do. Okay. They've got, I think, the best defensive player. I think they've got... Who's that, Honey Badger? No, it's not Honey Badger. It's uh, Harold Perkins. He's really... Uh, awesome player. He's only a sophomore, too. Yeah. 
Um, I just think they and they they got a coach who knows how to coach. I mean, I I don't like Brian Kelly. Be honest with you, I would Brian Kelly have been able to come to Gainesville last year and do better than what Napier did? Probably. I I would say probably only because he's got way more experience. Yeah. He's, he's he's been in big games. Um, and Napier's been in some, but he, as a as a coordinator, but not as a head coach. Yeah, and and at smaller schools, and maybe not understanding the, I don't know, not, not expectation, but understanding what it takes to win at a certain level. I still go back to this too, Jeff. I think the, and I'll just leave it at confusion about NIL last year was a factor in the struggles that they had. Yeah. Um, I think they've got that straightened out, and certainly we're seeing a lot of good players. They're third right now in recruiting, and that's that's a good sign. That it is. All right, so lose to LSU. I, I'll take a loss, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised at Florida one, but I, I would say they'll probably lose. Okay, Southern Miss. I'll win that game. At Boston College. I think they could handle Chestnut Hill. Okay. At Clemson. I don't like their chances there. Okay. Let, For, let me tell you what. So I've got them two and two. Yeah. FSU could easily be two and two at that point. Yeah, agreed. Virginia Tech and Gainesville. Gators. Syracuse and Gainesville. Gators. Dukies and Gainesville. Gators. At Wake. Wait a minute. All, why are these? Uh, so these games are all in Tallahassee? Yeah. Okay. Wow. See what I'm doing there? Yeah, I'm telling you what. If. I said this earlier today on my podcast. If if FSU does win that LSU game and wins against Clemson, which certainly they can, they're yeah. they're two and a half point underdogs in both those games right now. Yeah, could be undefeated. They could then they could go seven and zero. They could be number one in the country at that point. Now I don't know where Georgia would lose a game, but there would be some point where you might go, hey, you know, I think FSU is actually the best team. You could see one of those weird in the middle of the season. You were one number one, you won your game, and you dropped to number two. You could see that happen. See, I'm already ready for football season. All right, where are we? All right, we're at uh, just before Halloween going to Wake. Without their quarterback, I don't I don't know enough about Wake's team. It's at Wake, which is not a particularly difficult place to play. I think Florida could win that game. Okay. So the Gators are 6-2 and two on the schedule right okay. now. All right, speaking of Wake real quick, for those that did not hear, Chase Burns, the Tennessee pitcher that got into the portal, has said that he is now going to Wake Forest. So how about that? He, I'm happy that he's, he's like the number this two draft yeah. prospect for 2024, and that's the guy that came in in relief for Tennessee and won them that game in the College World Series. So it's a legit arm, and Wake is certainly in need of an arm after what they lost well, and louder. louder. Yeah. He, but he, that guy was awesome. But Wake's number two last year was a stud as well. So now yeah. you've got another one-two punch for Wake that you could very easily see them back in Omaha just because of that. And happy to see him there. I'd I'd love it if Florida and Wake Forest both were in Omaha. Yeah, that would be good. I got no problem with that. All right, let's. Uh, I would have a problem if he had gone to somewhere like LSU. Yes, agreed. Um, to Pittsburgh, loss. Really? I think that I think. I think Florida's style of play is would not match up well. I think Pitt without physical. Okay. Miami in Gainesville. Win. North Alabama in Gainesville. Win. And then Gators versus Gators. 
I think I like Florida in that game. So, so I, that would mean Gators versus Florida State because that's what we did. So you say no, Florida State would beat them. I, you know, it, I always okay. We'll just say Florida State would beat them. So that, that would be what eight, eight, eight wins, eight wins. So, so uh, they they'd win more games with Florida State schedule than they would with their own schedule. Yes, absolutely. They yeah, would. yeah. And that's that. and I, and I think that's very. I don't know. It's it's then easy to look around the rest of the country and see why sometimes it's it's not it's not fair, but it just shows you how tough the SEC is, and where you might think it's a cupcake (laughs) game. Yeah, it's 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 not a cupcake game anymore. No, and and look, Florida has no cupcakes on their schedule um, in the conference. No, because now that they've lost a Vanderbilt, nothing is a cupcake. Well, and then they lost Vandy on on the twenty four schedule. I know. And they picked up Oklahoma Texas. or Texas, I yeah. mean, yeah. So it, it's just it's going to be hard. All right, let's get uh, Copper Gator to join us next. What's up, dude? Gentlemen, I'll tell you what. Uh, Pat is in mid-season newspaper writing form right now. Here we go. I mean, when, you know, he is he is ripping and raring and ready to go. Already written his columns. You know, the back the back ten or whatever it used to be called. Back you nine. know, Pat. I mean, it's you're, still you're, it's still on there. Wruf dot com every every Monday. You're 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 way past preseason. You're midseason already, man, and you're eight weeks to go. So I'm uh, I'm really proud of you. I'd the, uh, <laughs> what was it? What is it from? Get yeah, today, right? Seven. Yeah, weeks it would today, be eight. seven weeks from today. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Or, now I'm really getting fired up. <laughs> <laughs> we can say it's from today. Then I then it gets me a little more inspired. That's way more than like seven plus one. You know, that's just. So much easier to say from today. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was calling. You know, when you start talking about this stuff and you write, you know, would you still believe that we get the same talent at UF if we weren't in the same conference? Though that's a good question. Um, it it does help that they're in the SEC and because people want to play in the SEC. Um, I think it helps more with the portal than it does with the actual freshmen coming in, but. Yeah, because I, I and it's hard for me to say this, but I I do feel that nobody even really knows what Spurrier did in in those offenses. I mean, heck, they probably don't even remember what Tebow did. Like some of these kids are now coming in, yeah. all they see now are what's happened in the playoff, and the Gators have never been to the playoff, so they don't know the history yeah. of of what Florida is. I remember well, one I year, think- I think it was around maybe six years ago. I went to the players who had numbers uh, 7, 11, and 15 and asked them if they knew anything about the, you know, who wore History of those numbers. numbers. The only guy who did was Luches Purifoy, who wore 15. (laughs) Luch was the man, though. Yeah. But, no, I think, you know, I I think in football, it's definitely a lot more prevalent to know to be in the SEC because I think they've had more players drafted in the last – I think 15 years straight, the most players drafted to the NFL have come out of the SEC by like double. I, I want to say, yeah, it's, it's a know, ridiculous you know number, so, and you can put that up in front of the and when you're recruiting a kid and show them and say, look, this yeah. is the best conference. There's no doubt about it. Nobody's even going to make the argument that there's a better conference. So come play in the best conference. And right, unfortunately, <laughs> some guys uh, look at it; they shy away from it. You know, and, and right. Like, I mean, because they don't. I mean. And, and there's other big schools. There's other things to plan. But what I'm saying is, is that when we talk about you know how competitive the SEC is and how if we were put into this other division or another you know another conference, I don't know if we would maybe because we're in Florida we get that talent and we would be able to to 
sustain that because of the, the recruiting in Florida. But I don't think that we would get the continued depth like we would if we're not in the SEC. But, you know, just like in basketball and baseball and some of the other programs, you know, you're, the, the parity is a lot more across multiple conferences than it is, than it is alone in football, right? You, you speak about golf, you speak about those ones. It's, it's not, you know, SEC has a dominant program in golf. But you have Virginia and you have other, you know, California, you well, have Arizona. You, and those ones. you just beat Georgia Tech and FSU to win it. So that was those were teams from the yeah. ACC. So that shows you how good their their conference is in golf. But when you go to softball, um, yeah, Big Twelve, eight, be a Pac ten. Yeah, well, we're taking their the the one team from the Big Twelve. <laughs> they they've been they've been crowing about. So that's coming over here and going to yeah, harass I mean, all the, the teams over here. And you've seen that Pac-10 is making a research with, with some of those players. So I just like, you know, I, I think it's great that we – I think you're right. I think we would win more if we played in somebody else's schedule. But I like to think that, you know, I think we need to understand that by making this an eight-play, 18-playoff conference benefits the SEC, we should have two teams in there regardless, win-loss record, really. So we'll talk to you fellas later and have a great one. All right, Copper Gator, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, really, I was actually somewhere today and somebody was talking about uh, which divisions are the are the teams going to go in when they join the SEC? I got, it, it, there are no not divisions. I, th- I think there's a lot of people that aren't even aware that it's not happening. No, nope. you know uh, we're out of divisions. It'll be one through sixteen. So somebody's gonna be picked fifteen. Now sixteen, we know who's gonna be picked there, right? Mm-hmm. But fifteenth is gonna be a real insult. Like if you're Arkansas or you're Missouri and you get picked fifteenth. Mississippi State. It's different than getting picked sixth. <laughs> that is true. Very good point. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back and keep the conversation rolling. If you want to call, you can. 392-8255 here on the tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Sea breeze showers and thunderstorms will continue trekking from west to east across north central Florida into the evening with the heaviest rain expected east of the I-75 corridor. Those storms dying out tonight, then skies gradually turning partly cloudy to mostly clear. Lows in the morning in the mid-70s. Tomorrow afternoon, we do it all again. Highs in the low 90s early with scattered afternoon storms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Dog days of summer continue to bark. But don't worry, we're about to throw you another bone. The Rays continue their blistering summer heat wave, and we want you to experience it in person. Saturday, July 22nd, the Rays host the Orioles, and we want to send you. Just log on to WRUF.com and click on Contests. There you'll find the Rays Summer Heat Wave. Just fill out the form and you'll be in the running to win a pair of tickets to see the Rays host the Orioles on Saturday, July 22nd. And we thank you for listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Your home for Rays baseball. Coming in August, Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. By the way, my wife is down in uh, Orlando right now at a uh, thing they're doing uh, for her work uh, seminar. What I what she probably told me everything it was in a conference. There's something going on. I don't know. What it is. Okay, but anyway, she's at the stadium at the UCF Stadium. Not impressed. <laughs> she thought it would be a lot nicer because it's newer. Yeah, not really. I've never been there. I don't get Bianchi It's mad. beyond the right field wall of baseball. baseball. Bianchi called me today just to talk about some things, and it was kind of fun. We had a good conversation. 
Um, but you know, one of them was about the Jaguar. He he's convinced the Jaguars are going to play in Orlando, which makes more sense than anywhere else. I can't think of a place that makes more sense. And where would they play at? Citrus Bowl. Yeah. Well, whatever it's called, Camping yeah. World Stadium. Or yeah. That's where they shot um, Waterboy. They did. They did. And we're looking at. And I just saw James Bates today. Time. How yeah. about that? There so, you go. I felt like I was around a movie star. True. He was. He had a great role in that. I'll be with your mama tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and for for those that don't know, Travis McGriff had a role in a movie. Did you know that he was? Wait, wait. Let me guess. I'm only guessing. I don't know this. Okay. Was it the one with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, he was Marky Mark's stunt double. Oh. And when he was the Eagle, Philadelphia what was it Eagle, called? Unvanquished or something like that. I don't that? remember. Unconquered was that the name? No, of it? definitely oh, wasn't it. <laughs> oh, what a lame. Yeah, I I always call him Marky Mark. Never call him Mark Wahlberg. But he seems like a cool I, I guy think, to hang out with. Uh, yeah, you know, be fun. I I love to when ask I, travel a little bit more about how cool he was. There's one thing about um that comes on my Facebook channel when I'm looking at it, and it's where Farrell and uh, Mark Wahlberg are going back and forth telling bad kids' jokes, you know, and trying to make each other laugh. And it, it's so funny. But uh, well, most people, I would say, well, not most people. That's not That's not fair to say. No, I would say most people. I mean, if you said, if you showed a picture of that guy and said, it's Marky Mark. You would go, what is a Marky Mark? They would have no idea. Yeah. But that's how I knew him as he got going. When he started, yeah. He was Donnie's brother. And freaking Donnie's brother ends up marrying the first girl I ever saw naked in a Playboy. Um, I'm going to go with, um, oh, was it Playboy or Playgirl? Playboy. <laughs> okay. Who was it? I don't know. Jenny other. McCarthy. Oh yeah, Donnie did. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, what I mean. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were saying Mark. No. Who did Who did Mark Wahlberg marry? I don't know. Because he seems to be really happily married, and mm-hmm. he's got a bunch of kids and everything. Movie was called Invincible. That's what it was. I knew it was something a bull. The uh, it's did you ever watch it? No. Vince Papali. Vince Papali, a beefy touch football player, bartender who struts his stuff for an open tryout for the Eagles. I did watch it. I did watch it once. It was, so now you know. All always, those hits and catches were all Travis. I have new respect for that movie, which I had none before because it wasn't very good. It wasn't? No. And I like I like, uh, I like w- probably one of my ten favorite uh, movies in, in terms of just being funny is The Other Guys. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. I could watch that movie over and over again. Especially like the almost last line in it when they arrest those guys. I don't remember it. I'll, I'll tell you off the air. Okay. I can say it on the air, but I don't want to say it on the air. That makes sense. But, um, so yeah. Oh, so and he was, it, he's great at The Departed, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. He is great in that. He's a SOB in that, that movie. I'm trying to think what else he was in that I really liked. The uh, uh, that was not that good. They're not a lot. Oh, paint. Is it called Pain and Gain? With uh, the Rock and um, Tony Shalhoub is in it, and 
Marky Mark, and the other guy who I can't think of his name right now, who played the, who played the he played the uh, guy in the Marvel movie that flew, had the wings and everything. I can't think of his name. I'm going blank on his name. It was good. It was really good. It was funny. It was have you ever been to a Wahlburgers? I have. I went to one Orla- the one in Orlando. It was um, several many years ago. Not many, but probably five or six. I think we were. That was when we were there for the basketball, and we went there, and it was okay. It was fine. It wasn't anything special. Okay. I got to go to one in Boston. So that was in cool. Boston. In Boston. So did you have? Did you park your car before you went in? Didn't have a car. Okay. Yeah. You didn't have. Did you go to any any yards? Yeah. <laughs> that I did. <laughs> All right. Let's get a break. We'll come back and uh, wrap up. The first hour, if you want to chime in on anything, you can. Especially, I mean, a big one coming down to the wire in the Summer League game right now. No. The Bulls lead the Cavs on, by three. Bulls are not in the playoffs right now. They gotta, Two and a half minutes to go. they got to get a win here. The coach, whoever it is, is coaching in shorts. Uh, it's like when they when you watch those uh, Maui classic games. Yeah, they, they wear the Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Cool stuff. All right, be right back here on the tailgate. Good afternoon, this is Tyler Kenyon. The University of Florida celebrated their athletes after winning the Capital One Cup at the SB Awards last night. The award celebrates athletic departments on a holistic level, and a second-place finish in the College World Series afforded the Gators the $250,000 cash prize to give out for athletic scholarships. The Gators welcomed defensive line recruit Kendall Jackson to the team once he announced his recruitment yesterday afternoon at 4.30 p.m. Jackson is a Gainesville native and spent his high school career at Buholtz High. The annual four-day-long SEC Media Day event kicks off on the 17th for the conference's first media event held in Nashville, Tennessee. The University of Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, and Kentucky will have the opportunity to speak to the media Wednesday, July 19th from 9 a.m. until 4.10 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. This is Tyler Kennedy. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Ah, the good life. You deserve it. The pros at Electronics World can help you enjoy the good life at home in comfort with premium video and audio components from the best in the business. Sony, Yamaha, Marantz, Bryston, Rotel, Bowers & Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Whether it's a two-channel stereo system, outdoor entertainment, or a home theater room with surround sound, EW has what you need to enjoy the good life. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. 
Being careful these days with your budget doesn't mean you have to settle for inferior quality jewelry at a mall store. If you're used to shopping in malls and never been into an IDC before, I want to personally invite you in. International Diamond Center owner Keith LeClaire. We've got something for everybody. It doesn't matter your budget. It doesn't matter if you need financing. We'll make it happen. As a manufacturing jeweler, IDC is able to cut out the middleman. Our diamond bracelets, we buy the bracelet, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. Our diamond bands, we buy the mounting, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. So you're cutting out all that 40% that's in the middle for these manufacturers. And that's for superior quality jewelry with free service for life. When you come into IDC, you're going to get better quality for less, period. International Diamond Center. The one thing I'll guarantee you is you will make a big financial mistake if you don't shop IDC at Celebration Point or visit us online at shopidc.com. The WRUF radio app, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, the internet got us. Jeff and Pat back here with you. Clickbait. You know who I put on that list that that you would never think of? Hmm. It's Carrie Fisher. When she was young, golly, she was beautiful. Really? She was so... How old was she when she put on the uh, gold bikini? Like in her 20s. Yeah. Um, and she was uh, Blues Brothers. She Oh, Hannah, her sister. She's gorgeous in that movie. No, I, I anyway, this list is the most beautiful women you'll ever lay, I, lay I, eyes on. I am stunned that Karen Dooley's not on there. Stunned. 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 Next up, or is Kelsey Dooley. Either one could be on. Christy Brinkley, which is I, I have a, a sports Christy Brinkley story. Okay, if you want to hear it. Uh, Alrighty then. So back when I was a, a youngster, hopefully my my pops isn't listening because you know the, <laughs> the the Braves spring trained in West Palm, right? Which was 30 minutes from the house. And so what what when's the first time you ever went to West Palm for a Braves game? Early 90s? Okay. So I was already gone. Yeah. So I'm saying my one of my first things I ever did was go interview Andy Messersmith. How about that? Braves. So the you know the the cool part was it was the Braves and the Expos there and I'd go down to a lot of spring training and I was kind of big into autographs at the time and I'd love going down and you get there early and that would be before school started. So I'd go down. I'd probably miss first period, but I was a straight-A kid, Come so on. it was all right. Academic so All-American. Might have missed a, missed a little bit of class. But I went down, and I got autographs and different things. So one day, I'm on the backfields, and Manny Ramirez is there. And Cleveland was coming into town. So I was like, all right, cool. I got him to actually sign the back of a Beckett. Remember what Beckett magazine yep. that told you the prices? Yep. So I still have that to this day. But then I'm walking around even more, and all of a sudden, coming up in a golf cart is Christy Brinkley. I'm like, what the heck is she doing here? And then she and Manny got together. They were doing like some photo shoot because he was like a young and upcoming guy, and 
This would have been 95, 96, so really early in his career. And Did you ask her out? I got her autograph on a baseball bat. So I still, you have, still it. have that. It says, To Jeff Hart, Christy Brinkley. Aw, she liked you. And you, what were you, like nine? No, I was a senior in high school. Okay. So, so I had a chance. <laughs> you're saying there's a chance. Saying there was a chance. So, so, so yeah, so that's a cool Christy Brinkley story. That Now, was she the most beautiful woman you ever met? She was very pretty. But maybe met? I don't know. I did meet the, uh, the two twins with Hugh Hefner one night. Oh, so, and you, you do have that golf picture up on your wall in your office. The, What's her name? The Jennifer O'Neill. Yeah, she's okay. She's not. Yeah, you put. She's the not a Karen Dooley. Yeah, well, you put the picture up there though. I got all kinds of pictures of Karen in my house. All <laughs> kinds, huh? <laughs> well, that's good. There, there's one kissing me, which is she doesn't like to look at but no, that is good all right well in the second hour we are going to talk about florida georgia and the hall of fame list that came out have some fun see if uh i don't even know if it technically came out i think it's only just the ballot for the ballot for the voters so okay but we'll reveal it we will reveal it and tell you the two that should be in there oh, i'm gonna go one through ten on you and you go the first round you go yay or nay and you, but you've got to limit it to five, okay? And then we'll come back to those five and decide which two you would put in. Okay. okay. There was also a, uh, a pretty good article that, that I read, Chip Patterson. That's your boy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, and the 10 coaches that have pivotal years ahead for year two. And it talks about build on year one success, which, of course, Sonny Dykes can't do much better than he did. And Lincoln Riley was really good and – 110 and Brian Kelly winning the SEC West, all this stuff. Dan Lanning had that really good year at Oregon. But then needs to show improvement. There are three guys. Brent Venables, Mario Cristobal, and William Napier. Yeah. Well, I don't – I would say this. Venables especially – and I think they're going to be I, – I was going to tell you the spring game that I watched with Oklahoma today. I watched part of it. And they literally the, – the rule was first to 84 wins. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not a game. It's, I, don't want, I don't really want to watch that. It's, nobody's going to play defense. Then again, 10 to 7 wasn't exactly exciting either. No. <laughs> but uh, I definitely I, – I don't think it's pivotal that Napier – wins a bunch of games as much as it is, we have to see reason for optimism. You know, we have yeah, I don't think anybody's going into it saying Florida's like we talked about Cristobal last year, they started sixteenth in the preseason. They were picked to win the coastal division last year. So there were all these expectations. Remember I was all excited about Tyler Van Dyke. I know. You said he was gonna win the Heisman. Yeah. So all these expectations on Cristobal and then he goes five and seven. Yeah, I, w- I would make fun of him for losing to Middle, Ten- Middle Tennessee, but when you lose to Vandy, it's hard to make fun of him. Yeah, so I, I don't think Napier ever really had that hype, and he won't have the hype this year either. And we'll find out next week where all your former colleagues and experts think that the Gators will finish. Where do you think in the SEC? I think they put them fourth, but I think they're third. I think they could be fifth because if you think about it, they're going to put them behind Kentucky Georgia- and Carolina. Could. 
I mean, the, people are a in lot love of with, dumb with people, that then. South Carolina team. Well, somebody's going to vote for Arkansas yeah. to win the West. Sure. Okay? You, you get that. No, and, and you can see with, with Rattler coming back, you have that. And then you certainly you have a quarterback going to Kentucky from NC State that's got a chance to be a pretty darn good player. But also remember this. Opening, or not the first game, but the first SEC game they play, they're 24-point underdogs. I don't know how you can be that excited about it. Now, they're playing Georgia. Yeah. But still, about a team that's a more than three-touchdown underdog. That's a lot. Yeah. That, that to me, says a lot about it. All right, we got a lot more to talk about. A whole nother hour's worth. Come be a part of it here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. I don't want to go to bed at night dreading waking up in the morning knowing that I'm going to feel like a rusty lawn chair getting out of bed and getting opened up and not being able to really move for a couple hours really throughout the day. For former college and pro football player Bobby Carpenter and those dealing with daily aches and pains, QC Kinetics regenerative pain treatments are a game changer, providing long-lasting relief. Go into a specific joint, a specific region, and then help promote that healing process using your own body's mechanisms to heal. I mean, that's been something that's pretty powerful and there's no surgery there's no downtime qc kinetics natural treatments help the body heal and restore itself no more rusty lawn chair it's no surprise to see people being willing to try this first especially when it has such great results pain relief the natural way qc kinetics call today for your complimentary consultation find out if you're a good candidate for treatment call qc kinetics 352-400-4550 that's 352-400-4550 now with offices in gainesville ocala and the villages 352 Time two four hundred forty five fifty. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. 
Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, second hour brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. We appreciate them. Appreciate Jeffrey Melvin. Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo with a second hour for you here on the tailgate. If you want to get in and be involved, 392-8255, the number to call. So yesterday, I I mentioned this yesterday uh, afternoon on the show, but we never got to it because we had phone lines were busy all day and that was cool we had love that love our callers but i talked about the florida georgia hall of fame ballot being sent to me to vote on and i looked it over and i was a little stunned by some of the names that were on it that i that they weren't in it but i'm here's what i'm going to do i'm going to give you the 10 names that are on it we have to vote for one through 10 well i'm not going to ask you to do that because that would take too much brain power yeah I'm just going to give you the 10 names and you go yay or nay, okay? But it, when you get past when you get to 5 you're done. So you may have to go take somebody back off if you get to the last one and you say I I want him on. And then we'll then we'll re- cut it down to 2 cuz only 2 get in. So I can reduce it to 5 right now. Yes. Okay. All right. First name, I'm going to go alphabetical order. Okay. First name, Neil Anderson. Keep well, and here's another. I, I I have a real problem with these Hall of Fames, as you know, in that guys, what their impact was on the game should be the biggest factor, but it's not, yeah. and I know it's not. And I think Neil Anderson was certainly, 84 was a factor. Uh, Dallas Baker. No. Lomas Brown. Believe it or not, Lomas Brown is not in the Florida Georgia Hall of Fame. <laughs> so I would keep that. Not only that, but the 84 Florida win over Georgia is one of the biggest wins, I don't want to say in the program history, but it was a huge win at the time, and it's still one that Gator fans love to look back on. And if you were part of that, you should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Ernest Graham. Mm. 
That's a tough one. That is tough. I'll say no for now. Okay. Quasi Green. No for now. I'm trying to think of anything he did in that game that was yeah. overwhelming. It was That was always a Ike game, mm-hmm. although the one year he got suspended and couldn't play. I think it was academics. Maybe he didn't go to class or something. And I was so – I remember taking a shower at my brother's house, getting ready to go to the game, and thinking they're going to they're gonna lose out Ike. I think they won 48-7 to seven or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Spurrier was worried. So you're saying no for now on him. Yep. Joe Hayden. Yes. Not only should he be in, his interception and run back to the two is yeah. one of the great plays in that game. I think he considers that one of his best plays ever. I remember when he got inducted in the UF Hall of Fame, I kind of kidded him about it. I was like, what's wrong? He couldn't get into the end zone? He and Will Hill. Yeah, had a good <laughs> time with it. So, But, yeah, that, that was certainly a big pick. So that was the year after the stomp, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was big. Uh, and this is a weird one for me, and this is where I would have a hard time. Ellis Johnson is great player, no doubt about it. Yeah, but do you remember anything that impacted? But I, he didn't lose a game. Yeah, to Georgia. Um, that that's a tough call. I don't. Again, I don't remember any big impactful plays that he made in the in any of the three games. But I'm, you know, they won every game by a lot. Mm-hmm. Or not all by a lot, because 93 and 94 are close games. So no for now. Okay. Todd Johnson. Hmm. Again, good, but not great. So yeah, no. I, I would assume that all these players were nominated by Florida. Yeah. Uh, Mike Peterson. Yeah. So we got four or five? You have uh, four right now. Down to the last one. Okay. Emmett Smith. <laughs> so Which, Think about this. And I looked this up because I wanted to make sure I was right on this. Emmett Smith played in three Florida-Georgia games, right? Florida scored a total of 23 points in those games. Wow. Now, should you get into a Hall of Fame for doing that? No. No, but you're going to get in. Because of your name. Because of your name and because you did all these things in the NFL, which goes back to the Ring of Honor argument that I have. But no, if it's for what it's supposed to be and what happened in that game, because you probably always went over there for the media day for that. Oh, yeah. And it was always a question, yeah, you know, how great was this game? And they all had these great moments. You know, what's Emma going to say? We scored 23 points in three games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, to to me, he should now, never. He may have been injured for one of those games. I, I don't know. I, c- I can't find the stats anywhere. I, I know that he got injured in the middle of the season at one point and missed it. He got hurt against Memphis in his senior year. But he came back, so I don't know if he came back for that game or not. But knowing that, I'd say no. Okay. That, I would say no. And and I know that everybody thinks I am at Bash, but I don't am at Bash. I'm just trying to lay things out on the line there. Um, and, again, I'm I'm great player, obviously. Probably uh, – would you say he's the second most famous Gator of all time, Gator football player? Behind Tebow? Tebow would have to be one. Yeah. If you're doing a list, would you go Tebow, Emmett, Spurrier? Warfel? Maybe. I'm trying to think of somebody else that would go ahead of Danny. I I love Danny. You know that. Um, I can't think of it. Jesse Palmer. (laughs) We're just talking famous. I see him on TV every day. Well, I do see Emmett on TV. What's he doing? Good Morning America? 
I don't think he's doing that anymore. But he's doing the Bachelor and the, some baking show on the bake on the Cooking Channel or nice. whatever the, that is. He's still staying busy. Still I bought busy. a four opening toaster on Amazon Prime deal yesterday. Did you? It's big, so I can cook now. That's not cooking. What do you mean? Making toast is not cooking. You got to throw a pop tart in there. Cook it just right. It takes some skill, Dules. No, no, not giving you that. All right. All right, so you've got four guys, so you, that's fine. You, so I only I, I got to reduce it to two? You got to reduce it to two. Neil Anderson, Lomas Brown, Joe Hayden, Mike Peterson. Joe Hayden and Neil Anderson. I I don't disagree. I would go Joe Hayden and Lomas Brown. But it, it's very hard to tell with offensive linemen how much impact they had. I just know that they were that eighty four game was stands out to me. But it is an interesting list. And then when you get to the um Georgia list, which is obviously there's some guys on this list I've like a couple of them I never really heard of. Greg Blue. Do you know Greg Blue? Mm-mm. I guess he was a pretty good player for them. Terrence Edwards. Now, I, I and I'm pretty sure I'm right on Terrence Edwards on this. I may be wrong. I may have been a different player. But there was a play in the Florida-Georgia game where somebody ran a deep post, and I think it was Terrence Edwards, and it was wide open, 30 yards behind everybody. They threw a perfect pass, and he dropped it. Just dead dropped it. And it was huge in the game. So Mike Fisher, you know Mike Fisher very well? Mm-mm. Okay. Fred Gibson? Yeah. It could have been Fred Gibson that did that. Freddie Gilbert was a really good player. Bill Goldberg, the wrestler? Mm-hmm. Andre Hastings, nice player. Never beat Florida. 90 through 92. He's out. Nat Hudson? Nat Hudson made the block. That that saved the game for Georgia in '80, because if you watch Mike Clark comes around, he's got a free shot, not a free shot, but Baloo steps up in the end zone, and Nat Hudson kind of gets an, a piece of him and knocks him off the quarterback, and the quarterback obviously throws it. I don't want to talk about what happened after that. <laughs> Lars Tate, I would put in because, and he he may get a high vote because he was great in that 85 game. Uh, and then Heinz Ward would Heinz Ward will be my first one because Heinz Ward did what nobody could do, which was beat Florida yeah. during that time, during that stretch. Um, and that was, yeah, I mean, that was the only time they beat Spurrier. It was 97. I remember being on the field after the game because you could only go on the field after the game. Um, and we would go down there to do our podcast and everything. But I was on the field after the game, and there were players that were just wouldn't leave the field. They were just sitting on the bench. They were like brokenhearted because they and they got handled in that game. Florida didn't really have a quarterback. Their their situation was not good there. I mean, Doug was a good quarterback, but it, he was struggling with it a little bit. Noah, you know, they had worked that against um, LSU, where Jesse started. Not, I'm sorry, I guess Auburn, where Jesse started was awful as a freshman and then uh they went to um they went to Noah and then to Doug. So all right, uh so that's our list of the Florida Georgia Hall of Fame candidates. 
if you have your thoughts on any of those and who you would put in again you can only put two in but uh we can we'll take some calls and see if you've got uh anybody you want to vote you would vote for and where would you put who would you vote number one uh, of those 10 let me give you the list real quickly again neil anderson Dallas Baker, Lomas Brown, uh, Ernest Graham. I almost said Miles Graham, who's going to be. Yeah. And if Miles Graham makes the Florida Georgia Hall of Fame, that's good for Florida. It's a good thing. <laughs> um, Quez Green, Joe Hayden, Ellis Johnson, Todd Johnson, Mike Peterson, and Emmett Smith. And again, depends on how you want to look at it. Do you want to look at it as these were Gators that should be honored or these were Gators that had an impact on the game? I tend to go with the latter. I would agree. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back and uh, get those phone lines back open for you. 392-8255. This is the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good evening, Gainesville. I'm Ramon Sanchez IV. The second half of the MLB season starts tomorrow with the Tampa Bay Rays taking on the Kansas City Royals at the Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri at 7.10 p.m. The Miami Marlins will begin the second half of the season against the Baltimore Orioles in Oriole Park at Camden Yards located in Baltimore, Maryland at 7.05 p.m. An honorable mention, last night at the ESPYs, the Florida Gators celebrated after winning their third Men's Capital One Cup. Lastly, Nashville, Tennessee will be hosting the SEC Media Days for the first time in history this upcoming week, from July 17th to July 20th. The Florida Gators Media Day takes place on July 19th, along with Alabama, Arkansas, and Kentucky. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. This is Ramon Sanchez, the Florida. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. Leo's is cruising into our 47th summer in Gainesville, and we are bigger and better than ever. Come on down and see the familiar faces of our incredible team. Hey, I'm five and a half years in and still one of the new guys. Our sliced combos are a perfect way to get a fix in one of the last salad bars in town, and the family feast will satisfy your entire crew. You can be proud when you eat at Leonardo's, knowing that you support a local family business that has been part of the Gainesville community for nearly half a century. Hey, Jeff, we're nearly as old as Pat. <laughs> Not even close. 
We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Talking the talk and walking the walk. You are listening to Florida's preeminent sports radio station. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, some news from the portal. I should do. I should start a podcast like that. News from the portal. Uh, this is softball. Jocelyn Erickson who is a freshman at Oklahoma, has transferred to Florida. Uh, and you go, well, that's probably because she wasn't going to play there. Well, she started 32 games last year. Uh, hit 337. Just finished her freshman season, 32 starts. It seems like yeah, a, it's a good get. pretty good get. I mean, he's done pretty well in the portal so far. And on top of that, with the great recruiting class he's got coming in, I mean, you can – there's a twinkle in the eye of Tim Walton to to not go through what he went through last year. Yeah, he's not used to it. No. That so was, when, that when that happens, kind of like Sully. It happened a couple of years to Sully, and he's like, all right, screw this. Yeah. It's time, I, I to, do a better job. time to go. And you they, get a renewed could, energy. And they would be up like seven, seven to two in a game I got. I don't think they're going to hold on. <laughs> Next thing you know, Yeah. It was it Made was it bad. tough for sure. Well, and, and you talked about ruining – Wyatt Langford, if the Gators wouldn't have made Omaha, so did you ruin Skylar Wallace? Uh, a little bit. 
No, not ruin her, but wasted. like wasted. Yes. Wasted season. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's certainly not wasted on her because she played her tail yeah, off. She was tremendous. But, but yeah, you when you have a player like that, normally you get to make a run with a player like that. And that's what the Gators did with Wyatt Langford this year. Yeah, he yeah. allowed him to make that run. But, but yeah, I brought that up because after the Texas Tech game, so the first time I was like, oh, now they're one one bad night from a starter away from it being over, and then what a waste of Wyatt Langford's talent it would be. That's and again, that's I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not blaming Sully. I'm not blaming, but it would to me it would have felt like a waste of a, a great season. Instead. He's helped them come back and and do all these great things and got within got to the last game of the season, That's so it certainly wasn't wasted. Not at but all. But I do think Skylar Wall. I've thought about the same way with Skylar Wallace, kind of wasted a great season. Well, didn't waste. Well, I mean, she didn't waste her year because she worked for you for sure. Correct. For a while. It's another. <laughs> it's another example of someone turning in a great year after they were an intern under me. There's got to be some people that really went in the tank after they worked for you. Not many. Um, I'm trying to think of one. Because I know many. some of the people that worked And you know, how, you know how I may have next semester? Uh, Graham Mertz? Close. Grant Holloway. Olympian. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I get stuff done, dude. No, but you cannot say that he would have. Right. He would have done That's nothing if he hadn't worked at yes. If he wins a gold, he will. Yeah, that's a good point. Because he only got the silver. Yeah. So under my tutelage, he could then <laughs> turn into a gold medal athlete. What do you tell these guys? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Woody, what's up? Welcome to the tailgate. Hey, guys. Great to be on the show. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I, just, I wanted to change gears a little bit but first i gotta give pat props on the bear you mentioned it a couple weeks ago started watching it amazing it's so jeff you, you gotta start watching if you haven't already. okay yeah for sure it's so intense isn't it oh yeah I'm, I'm like halfway through season two i think you said that you're almost done right i finished we finished last night yep um okay and it's sad i i, I wanted to cry but by the way i just read this thing on on the wire the actors now have joined the writers on strike, so we may be getting nothing on Netflix for a while or Hulu or Hulu. anything like that. I guess it's all sports all the time now. Yep, it's all that's left. But yeah, I want to. So um, I, I wanted to talk about the genius of Spurrier, uh, which kind of goes without saying. But this whole Pat Fitzgerald Northwestern thing kind of raised something in my mind that I don't know that Spurrier gets a whole lot of credit for, but Pat, you might know this story. Before he arrived, they used to haze freshmen. They, they'd shave their heads, sometimes willing, sometimes unwilling. I think they made them sing songs and stuff like that. And he, he arrived, and he's like, there's no more of that. You know, and, 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 and what was going on was pretty harmless, but it's a slippery slope, you know. But he just kind of – he cut that out. You know, the, the, whole, the whole thing around even quarterbacks can be benched, you know, he he had the philosophy if 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 you touch the woman you're off the team, you know all that stuff that's pretty progressive. I mean, back in his time, I mean, it, it was probably more common than it is even today. So, just one of those things where you, 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 he gets all this credit for the the winning, rightfully so, and all of that. But like some of his some of the things he came in and did, 
you know, kind of goes is pretty impressive. Just want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah Woody. I ha- you know he was on my podcast today. It'll be up tomorrow, um, and and you can watch it. And it's it's great stuff. I mean, he's when he's the way he was talking about Ernie Mills and how he got him to catch the ball, start catching the ball because he was a it was was great stuff. So watch watch the uh, duly no- another duly noted podcast, but. Uh, I did ask him about Pat Fitzgerald, and he he said, "Yeah, we." I, I, he was stunned to find out th- about that because he and Pat are pretty good friends. They sit together at the uh, hmm. the uh, Hall of Fame dinner every year because Pat's in as a player. Um, but um, but he I I got him to t- retell the story, and it's a great story about he comes to practice one day, and all the freshmen have their heads shaved, their bald. And he goes, what happened here? What's going on here? And he goes, well, coach, the the freshmen always shave all their heads. And uh, at, at some point, and he said, well, that, you need to stop doing that. And he goes, no, coach, it's a it's a Gator tradition. And Spurrier said, you know what else is a Gator tradition? Getting on a bus, going up to Jacksonville, and get your ass kicked by Georgia. That's a Gator tradition too. We're going to end that one too. And that was the end of all these hazing things that was were going on. Everywhere in the country, you know. I mean, certainly nobody was nakedly uh, dragging their testicles over somebody, but it was certain. It's, I mean, it's so bad. I mean, that's that's an uh, awful thing to do, right? But but and and that's the thing. I mean, he he squashed it early because yeah, he did. You know, I mean, I'm sure I'm twenty. I'm sure twenty years ago at Northwestern they weren't doing that, but it's like every year maybe a little bit more of this, a little of that. And it's it's the slippery slope that you know Spurrier came in and was like, we're not even gonna. We're not even going to entertain that. So, just one of those things that kind of goes unnoticed sometimes. But you know, it's whether it was intentional or not. Like it's just it's it's another genius move by you know. Yeah, but Woody, I mean, so. that's the thing. Uh, and I think we've all talked. We both talked about this a lot, Jeff. Uh, culture breeds winning, of course. And what your culture is is whether you're going to win. You can't win with a bad culture, except for maybe Miami. Yeah, but no, and, and Woody, it's great because I think, you know, a lot of leaders are the ones that set the example. And, you know, I think there's other people that just kind of go through the motions and let things continuously happen or they turn a blind eye to it. And um, certainly you even lose a legacy because of it. Look what happened with, with Paterno up there. So yeah. um, for for him to be able to do that and, you know, in, in, in getting this job and for what it was, I'm sure to him to, to come in there and, you know, basically change it all, I think it's awesome. Yeah, and actually, it's interesting to see what happens with uh, Georgia. I mean, we might look back in ten years, and and they're you know they're the two thousand and nine Florida Gators, right? Like high on the high on the war, on 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 the mountaintop, and you know because it sounds like their culture is uh, maybe not so great right now either. So mm-hmm. they, they might be at an inflection point. It'll be interesting to see what what they end up doing. I think that'll be. That'll be a, a lot of the discussion at uh, at media days next week. I'm sure. I'm sure that's going to be the topic du jour. When yeah, I hope up. so. Oh, yeah, I well, I did something for uh, Gators Wire on the uh, 12 best storylines in there. One is people are going to ask Kirby about his team speed, but it has nothing to do with on the field. Um, <laughs> and I mean, look, the, you kind of I don't want to say you totally look the other way, but you, you know, like. Coach said today on the podcast, he said, you know what Kirby needs to do? He needs to throw a guy off the team. Yeah, he something said, needs to happen. He said yep. he had a guy who there – there, there was a lot of fighting going on 
like guys going to frats and getting into fights. So he had a player. He didn't. He wouldn't tell me who the player was. Who he told them all. He said, "If you guys get in one more fight, and you're 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 the one who started, or you're the one who instigated it, you're you're off the team." So he had a guy who went to a frat and p- took a swing at a guy and then ran out the door. And uh, he had a former player who was um, former Florida player who was working there, and he told him about it, threw him off the team. Guess what? He didn't have any more fights. And then Till Runzuk yep. came in, then they had you know they had to deal well, with frats again. Yeah. <laughs> he was fighting. <laughs> yeah, he was he was threatening to fight him anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I appreciate the time today. Yeah, thank you, Woody. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, it was again. I I always encourage people to look at my podcast, but Spurrier was great today. I mean, it was awesome. I think it's uh, good to win an award. Nice. You know, I think we're competing with Ted Lasso and the Bear uh, for is it a potty? Pot for a potty? Yeah. The it's a toilet. Is the trophy? Could be. The potty. The potty. I, I like it. it. Yeah. Let's do it. Be good. We, we need to win some awards. I know that. Um, speaking of winning, real quick, it, before we uh, get this break. So Patrick Mahomes and his wife, Brittany, have put up their Missouri home for sale. What would you think it went, goes for? Four, hold on. 4,759 square foot, three bedroom, four bathroom home. It's not that big. No, four bedrooms, Uh, I don't know, a couple million. Two point nine million. That sounds about right. Yeah, in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. You know, one person that could buy it. I know a lot of people that could buy it. No, I don't know a lot of people. Well, I don't that know could. them, but I know of them. Well, one person that just got a check that can buy it is oh, um, uh, Person Waldrop. Yeah, he signed today. Slot value for the twenty fourth pick was three point two million, and he signed for two point nine nine seven five hundred thousand. So his, his leverage wasn't so, ideal, but it was there was some leverage. There. Yeah, well, he just he got just under slot value, so he, he missed out on about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but he still got three million dollars. Obviously, he's not complaining. So, congrats to Herson Waldrop. He is a uh, a millionaire, and part of that is because he came to the University of Florida. Can can we get loans from him now? Is that maybe? So, gosh, two point nine nine seven. Oh, I can't wait to see what Langford. What, where does that slot? His slot is probably around seven mil. Wow, just a for kid, a dude from Trenton. Just a kid from Trenton. Just a small town boy. Yep. <laughs> so there you go. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. 30 minutes left, so get your calls in if you'd like here on the tailgate. Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their 
licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Seabreeze showers and thunderstorms will continue trekking from west to east across north central Florida into the evening with the heaviest rain expected east of the I-75 corridor. Those storms dying out tonight, then skies gradually turning partly cloudy to mostly clear lows in the morning in the mid-70s. Tomorrow afternoon, we do it all again. Highs in the low 90s early with scattered afternoon storms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. No sport has an older demo than baseball does. That's what they've been trying to change. They've been trying to get younger. That's why they're trying to speed up the game. Everything is meant to cater to a younger audience here. The all-star uniforms? Man, boring. The National League, I mean, it looked like they were being punished by wearing those. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Sparsy with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Pretty nice of Sean to take time out to do that when he, we're watching him on TV at the same time. Yeah, he is broadcasting the summer league game of Brooklyn and Toronto. Barn burner, thirty-two seventeen, Brooklyn. They're, they're going to win it all this year. They're, no, they're not. <laughs> There's no such thing as. A... I was reading more about the uh, Mahomes house. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a pool. Might there, be right? worth. So it sits on over an acre of land, features a putting green. A heated pool and hot tub. 
like that. As well as an expanded garage that now fits five vehicles. In Missouri, you need a heated pool. Yes. So why did you? Why did he sell his house? You think he's going to leave Kansas City? No. He has purchased a plot of land within a local gated community for four hundred thousand dollars just for the land, and his plans to build a home, and that will include half of a football field in the backyard to practice. Must be nice. Must be nice. Must be nice to have that kind of money. But he deserves it. Yeah. It, it, $450 million contract. That dynamic's still weird for me, but having to root for my favorite team right now, I changes, is the Chiefs. And to root for a team that does a tomahawk job. Yeah, it's so I have weird. to turn the sound off. But if d- d- you didn't watch that golf match, did you? Where he and Kelsey. No, uh, there was, was cool. something else going on that day. I watched it. It was cool. And. I, he, how can you not like Travis Kelsey? Yeah, I like him. If you're I just like, like a sports I, person, he just he's a man's man. He's sitting there with a drinking like a funnel of beer and in between holes and doing a lot of different things. Well, you can wearing see his outfit anytime you come out there and watch me play. No, well, yeah, that's <laughs> it's just fun. He's a uh, no, I he's a man's man. I'm a Chiefs guy. I I I, I but mainly it's because I I love Andy Reid and I love Mahomes. That's the biggest reason I've force myself to love a team that does a tomahawk job and lives in a state where that I hated visiting. Well, this guy lives in a state that you probably like, but you probably hate him. That is the cattleman. I do like, I do like Tennessee. <laughs> What's up, Mikey? Hey guys. Yeah. Hey Jeff, you ought to be the intro man for like a guy that gets into the electric chair or something. That's right. Hey ladies and gentlemen, let's go to this guy. He's getting to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guys, not a whole lot here. Um, looking forward to hear uh, this uh, latest episode of Coach Spurrier. Pat, I really enjoy when uh, Coach Spurrier's on your podcast. I try to check it out, especially in the slow season. Yeah, it's uh, he had to punt Tuesday's show, or Wednesday show, so he, he did today's show, and it will be on, up to, to later today. And He's yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, give me a sneak preview, Jeff, about Heupel's offense like we were talking about last week. No, I did not. You forgot that one. <laughs> I didn't forget it. I ignored it. Oh, okay. Well, I tell you what, you know, as you get a little older and you see how football goes, uh, you know, Coach Spurrier, Herb, who I guess probably isn't on the podcast that often, saving. Uh, no, guys, but I did send him uh, birthday greetings, so I may get him on in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, it's always nice to hear. If you, if you like the sport of football and you respect excellence and winners, I could listen to Coach Spurrier talk football for a month, and I think most SEC fans and college football fans in general could deep down. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's like he's a unique dude, but he's also it's fun to just listen to him talk. In fact, the the best story he told today was about um, Ernie Mills and how he got him to be a, a better receiver. It was it was brilliant. I, I sat there and I went, "That's what you did." And so you yeah. that's just that's a that's a tease. I will say this though, guys, it's interesting. You know, the sport constantly changes. The sport generally passes most of these guys by. And, um, you know, for all the winning Coach Spurrier did, I really don't lean on him for analyzing modern-day college football. I mean, let's face it, he was getting to get popped at South Carolina. He wasn't going to get popped at South Carolina. I don't know why you have to insist on that. No, I mean, I think he'd probably tell you that off the air, Pat. No, he, he wouldn't. Little, he, he stayed around the party a little too long. 
Well, he he will tell you that he stayed around the party too long, but he wasn't going to get fired at at South Carolina. It was still his call, but but he knows that he was it was time for him to get out. And um, yeah, I, I think I've heard the quote directly from him. He he should have re- retired or whatever one year before he did. But that doesn't mean he was going to get popped. What else is going to happen? He uh, he. That's all he's saying is I was ready to I, I should have gone out. He has told us many times that he was he should have gone out when they won that bowl game and that should have been the way he walked out. And instead he came back for a year with a team he knew wasn't going to be great and and just was kind of, But he's also told me many times he would not run the offense he ran at Florida if he was at uh if he was coaching today. Yeah. Well, Pat, I'm a little surprised to hear you say that. You know, you know most of these athletic directors, and when you're dealing with a legend, obviously you got to deal with kid gloves like even Belichick in the NFL. But usually how it goes with these legends when it's time to go is the AD brings the coach into the room and says, hey, coach, um, you can retire. We're going to fire you. How you want to do it? That's usually how it goes behind the curtain. Okay. Hey, two things for you guys, a little basketball tiff. Um, first off, um, I'm seeing Kentucky over in Germany. Tennessee's on a trip to Italy. We hear all the time about how mistreated these college kids are and pre-NIL, and they're all trotting around Europe, seems like, these days in the off season. What kind of sneak peek can you all give me on the Gators basketball team with the portal? Who can keep up anymore? That's a great point because I don't know that we can. We know they've, they've done well in the portal. They've done pretty well in recruiting. You know, having, getting Kugel back, just re-recruiting him was a factor. Because I know that there were there was talk of him going pro, even though I don't think he'd have gotten drafted, but he still could have gone pro. Um, it seems like here's my thing. I'm jaded by uh, all these guys who come in on the in the portal and don't turn out to be great, like last year's team, like the year before his team, like Blackshear. Yeah, I think Mike. He's just really happy with. I think he's found some guys that are going to play well with each other, and I think that was the the difference last year. He was just trying to go get some dudes, and they didn't yeah. mesh at all. And he went out and found a bunch of guys that he feels that can do that this year. And I think early returns, he's already seen that. He's really excited. He understands now what it takes to win in this league. I think it, it took a little bit of learning and kind of going through and seeing what needed to be done and. Obviously, what type of player you need to get, and he went out and got some of those guys. He he's got some defenders, he's got some scorers, and he's got a guy that can get the the, the ball to people. So he he's happy about it. Well, one knickknack for you, Jeff. And I'll get out of y'all's way. Kentucky's loaded for bear. I don't speaking of them. I don't know how much you've seen, but I'm kind of excited to see this Kentucky team this year just because they're loaded even for them. Sounds like Tennessee's loaded again, guys. Um, Arkansas sounds like they're going to be a preseason top ten team, yep. and Alabama. I think Alabama. I think Alabama is a factor with that NBA offense they play, and I'm sure they're probably doing well in the portal too. And then in a typical year in the SEC, you maybe go six teams deep. So that doesn't leave a lot of crumbs for everybody else, does it? No, it doesn't. And that's one thing I, I did. we talked about is that uh, even if you get a guy in here who, who seems to be getting things going in the right direction, it's not like everybody else is going to get out of the way. And in this conference, man, and it's only going to get tougher – you know, you bring in uh, Perry Mosier and um, uh, you know, and, and Texas, uh, Oklahoma, and then Texas comes in uh, next year. It's just going to be even that much more difficult. But no, it's not going to be easy. I, 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 I think I, I have no doubt that Florida basketball will be better this year than it was a year ago. But is it going to be good enough? That's going to be the question. 
Yeah. Hey, that's all I got for you, Jeff. I guess you saw where Chase Burns is off to Wake Forest, speaking of the craziness. Of yeah, Martin I talked about it earlier. It's, I mean, it's a big get for Wake, certainly. I'm, I'm glad he's out of the SEC. Yeah. He's going to be yeah. good there. Yeah, yeah. That was my comment. At least he's not at uh, Vanderbilt. We call him Peabody up this way. Yep. Y'all hang in there. All right. Peabody. Like, is it like, like uh, Sherman and Peabody? Probably. From the Bullwinkle cartoon, which is my favorite cartoon growing up. Yeah. What was your favorite cartoon growing up? DuckTales. DuckTales. I don't think I ever watched DuckTales. I love that show. Well, I was probably an adult by that time. Probably. Yeah. But no, yeah. Bullwin- Rocky and Bullwinkle. They had adult jokes in there that were, I mean, not not racy jokes, but adult jokes. Okay. That were, they were uh, not for the seven-year-olds, but they were for the 12-year-olds. They were pretty good. I loved them. I loved that show. That's good. And it was, and it was great because it was almost like a, almost like a skit show because it would go from one thing to a totally different thing, you know, fractured fairy tales. I loved it. By the way, Tony, uh, our loyal caller, sent me an email. He said he thinks it was Fred Gibson who dropped the ball, and it was a year after Terrence Edwards, and that's very possible. It's possible they both dropped balls because everybody choked in that game for a while. Agreed. <laughs> for, for Georgia. That they did. All right, one final break. We'll, Thank goodness uh, they did. wrap up the show when we come back here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good evening, Gainesville. I'm Ramon Sanchez Laforte. The second half of the MLB season starts tomorrow with the Tampa Bay Rays taking on the Kansas City Royals at the Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri. The Miami Marlins will also resume the second half of the season against the Baltimore Orioles in Oriole Park at Camden Yards located in Baltimore, Maryland. An honorable mention, the Florida Gators celebrated after winning the Men's Capital Cup at the ESPYs last night. This is their third Capital Cup in the 13 seasons the Cup has existed. Lastly, Nashville, Tennessee will be hosting the SEC Media Days for the first time this upcoming week, starting July 17th to July 20th. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. This is Ramon Sanchez LaForce. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend them. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. 
Considering buying a lab-grown diamond versus a natural diamond? IDC owner Keith LeClaire says, be careful. These machine-made diamonds are being mass-produced, and the value appears to be dropping fast. If they can create 130 carats per machine per day, and you've got 5,000 people that are growing at that level, do you know how much is already stockpiled? You're talking about millions of carats. Now you're talking about a product that was $5,000 just three years ago is now down to almost zero. So when trying to choose between between a natural diamond and a lab-grown diamond, proceed with caution. Why would you put your money in something that devalues faster than food you eat? Before you propose, come to International Diamond Center and get the facts about diamonds from our non-commissioned experts. Learn how diamonds are priced and graded on the world market and educate yourself on the latest trend of lab-grown diamonds. I want people to know that IDC is about protecting them. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point and always at ShopIDC.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. You know one thing I really like about the Bear, by the way, is they play a lot of REM songs on there. Oh, that's good. I love REM. Third favorite band of all time. Wow. That's saying something. That's saying a lot. I don't know who Four is, though. I keep going back and forth on Four. One's obvious. Two's pretty obvious. Three REM always surprises people. And a lot of people go, "Wow, are you? Yeah, what do you? What do you? I, I, I like them. Look, it's like your list of your top ten favorite bands of all time, isn't wrong, right? No, it's what's your it's taste? It's impossible is. to be wrong. And even if you if you said the best song of all time was Rapper's Delight, it wouldn't make you wrong. Agreed. Yeah, you're allowed to have your own opinion. Yeah, mm, people have their opinion on here. If you love sometimes Helen Reddy, they're wrong. I I actually watched. I I really love documentaries on bands, and this was a. I don't think it was a made-for-TV movie. I think it was. Uh, I think it was just a movie, um, but I never heard of it before. But I, it was called "I Am Woman," shockingly, mm-hmm. which was her song, and it, I. Kind of got I I really kind of liked her, but I then I started thinking what what was your second favorite Helen Reddy song? I was like, well, I remember Delta Dawn, which was awful, and then I can't remember another one. I don't even know what you're talking about. Helen Reddy? Mm-hmm. Never heard of Helen Reddy? No. You never heard of I Am Woman? I am woman, hear me roar. The number's too big to ignore. No. I know the whole song. That's good. I'm still an embryo with a long, long way to go. <laughs> she made a lot of money off that song. Um, but anyway, it's a really good documentary. And the woman who plays her is breathtakingly beautiful, which Ellen Reddy was not, to be honest with you. Interesting. Well, Soma Hayek played Frida. True. And didn't make her look good. So it happens. So it happens in movies. I, uh, Charlize Theron played Monster. Monster, God, one of the great 
But it's almost, yeah. And the thing is, I'm fascinated by, that's another thing I'm fascinated I'm fascinated by um, music documentaries and ser- things about serial killers. I don't know why I'm fascinated. I, maybe it's because we were all affected by it here mm-hmm. in 90. And uh, before then, it was just kind of, you know. And I've also, the whole Manson thing was interesting to me because I read the book, Buliosi's book, and that kind of got me hooked on it. Even though, obviously, terrible, terrible human beings. But if I'm flipping around and it goes, scary people, oh, I'm stopping. I'm stopping on that one. Yeah, I, I, I know Bill Hader loves those crime shows. I, I love to watch... This is sad. If I come across that thing on the, the uh, uh, History Channel and there's something about Hitler on there, I want to watch it because I'm always fascinated. How in the world did this happen? You know, it, it goes back to Norm MacDonald's great joke about this country you should be worried about is Germany. You know, they, yeah, they, they came out one day and they decided they would declare war. You know, they they decided for their opponent, the world. Then a few years later, that other guy came along and they decided to have a war again. You know they declared it on? The world. <laughs> I, I just don't know how that could happen. And I, I, I've watched a million documentaries on it, and I still don't get it. Maybe I need to go to Germany and find, find out why, how in the world that could have ever happened. It's terrible. Terrible story. That it was. All right. Well, we'll finish talking uh, baseball since it resumes tomorrow. What is the only division in Major League Baseball that every team is above 500? Well, I think every team is below 500 in the AL Central. Is that correct? 500. Cleveland's 500. Oh, they're 500. Okay. And then everyone else is below. Okay. So I would guess. I don't think it's the NL East because the Mets are terrible mm-hmm. and their Nationals are awful. So I will go with the NL West. No. The AL West. You got, you got the Padres who are struggling and the Rockies are not good. So it's the AL East. Well, I I assume that since the Red Sox are so bad, no. they've started playing good lately. 48 and 43. Five games above Look at 500. That. boy. They've won eight of their last ten heading into the break. Let me tell you what. We're gonna, the second half, we're going to be unbelievable. So now they're a game back of the Yanks. And Baltimore is just two back of the Rays now, who obviously got off to that great start. But Rays struggled down the stretch, losing to Philly and the Braves a yeah. bunch. They lost, I think, seven in a row at one point. Mm-hmm. But is it really the halfway mark when, you, when you've played 91 games? The Braves have played 89. Yeah, but I mean, it's not really the halfway mark. It's no, kind of the halfway mark. Yes, kind of that. Yeah. So be um, Braves and the Cubs this weekend. No, White Sox. Oh, it's the White Sox. Yeah. Oh, I should pay more attention when I'm looking at that. Probably. Are the White Sox any good? Probably said Chicago, and then you just assumed. Yeah, I thought I'd, I I must have read it wrong. So that is our Leonardo's at Millhopper quick picks. The Cubs and the Braves. Uh-oh. If you pick either team, you're wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I screwed up. But I it won't, won't be the first time. So I'll just let anybody who gets in the quick pick contest qualify. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 
So White Sox at Atlanta. Boston's actually going to Fenway. All right, so what's the White Sox record? I, I don't know much about them. I, I couldn't name one player in Chicago White Sox. Is Harold Baines still play for them? Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas. Who are the most famous White Sox of all time? Eddie Stanky? No. You have, um, I mean, several decent White Buck Sox. Buck Weaver. Buck Weaver was a good player. Yeah. Shoeless Joe Jackson. That's good. <laughs> Lewis Robert is on the White Sox, who hurt yeah. himself in the home run derby. So we got him there. And we're stupid uh, Andrew Benintendi. I know him. He used to play for the Red Sox. He used to play for Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Nicely done, Pat. Yes, that was very good. And then uh, Andrew Vaughn, who is one of the uh, big prospects coming up. He's our first baseman. Is he Mo Vaughn's son? No. Okay. Different color. Okay. I Well, I don't know much about it. What is, what is their record? Give me their record. Uh, thirty-eight and fifty-four. I like our chances, as I like everybody's chances who got into Leonardo's at Millhopper Quick Picks. Yes, <laughs> because you all are winners. Well, I mean, maybe they. Yeah, no, they. It's definitely the White Sox playing. Maybe the Cubs go there after. I don't nah, know. It's Saturday, is what. No, the then game yes, you're definitely. <laughs> hey, you're all winners. You win, and you win. You get a car. You get a car. That a baby. All right, well, that's going to do it for our show and the week. No show tomorrow. A lot of uh, stuff going on heading into the weekend, and be back after it again uh, next week. Jose produced today. He was great. As always, appreciate all the phone calls and everybody that listens. Stay cool out there. Throw yep. the AC on. It's, it's hot. Steamy. Just like Pat Dooley is in person. Yeah. Check him out on Facebook Live and his podcast whenever you have the opportunity. Well, we will see you on Monday. Robbie Andrew, I think, will join us on Monday. Yep. All right. For Duels, I'm Dozo. Peace out.